Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chalk Talk. Uh, I'm joined today by Susan Davison and Scott Graham. Uh, Susan is the principal at Guess Guthrie Upper Elementary. Scott Graham is the principal at Cotterell Elementary. I'm Mike Simpson, superintendent of Guthrie Public Schools. And we're also joined by our producer engineer, Aaron Ryburn. And we, uh, we're glad you're joining us today. Um, there's, a, there's a common thread with our two guests. Um, they are both going to retire at the end of this school year. And so we wanted to have them on because they, they are longtime um, Guthrie Public School employees in the, in the leadership of the district and uh, really appreciate you guys joining us today. And let's start off with a little bit about each of you. Kind of tell your story. Scott, we'll start with you. Uh, talk a little bit about, you know, how'd you end up in Guthrie and uh, uh, how'd you end up in education? I started out with a business degree. I was in banking for 16, 20 years and was not making a difference. Decided to go back to school, get a degree in education. Um, was it boring? Every day. <laughs> yeah. Looking at numbers. Yeah. So just, I wanted to make a difference and this was a great opportunity. Okay. So, yeah. and talk a little bit about uh, your, your life before you came to work in Guthrie too in education i know you, you oh, covered before, the banking okay. yeah i was at another district as a teacher several years and then assistant at three different elementary schools and then saw a great opportunity here in guthrie to be part of a smaller community and that's what led me here another district yeah do you want not want to identify them oh it's Edmund. <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the the big brother to the south is that yeah. uh yeah. yeah okay well and susan let's talk a little bit about you i i know you've you've got a long history in the district in mm -hmm. the in the community but uh kind of give us a, a little uh introduction to you i was raised here in guthrie so i went to guthrie schools and then decided that i wanted to be in education like scott said make a difference so I started as a sixth grade teacher in 1984 over at Favor Elementary. And then after the fire, Guthrie Upper Elementary was built. So I moved over there and was there until, well, I've been there. And then in 2006, I went into administration as an assistant principal at Guess. Then I was at Fogarty for two years and then back over at Guess. So, so how many years were you the principal at Guess? This is year 17 in administration altogether, so 15. Great. Scott, how many years do you have in education? 24. Okay, so you guys both have, have been around a while and, and seen, seen a lot of things uh, through, through the lens of, uh, of an educator. What, what's changed in education over your career? Susan, we'll start with you. Well, I know it's said a lot, but social media has changed it a lot. It's <laughs> changed kids, um, you know, just their access to things. And yeah. it's, it's, unfortunately, it's made kids grow up too fast. Sometimes they miss being a kid, doing the outside things, I think, too much. You know, you said last spring we had Todd Bramwell on, the principal at Guthrie Junior High, and he alluded to the phones and mm -hmm. what that has done. And, and you know, you, you can't, you, you got this thing in your hand, and it's, it's uh, so much more than just a, a telephone mm -hmm. now. And, uh, you know, you're, I think you're exactly right. Um, Scott, what, what, do you, what else have you seen in education that's changed? I think my thought is just technology in general that phone is a distraction for the parents the kids and it's just continuous instead of conversations with students and children i think we rely too much on technology to for our extra time that we have you know probably one of the worst things that happened uh to all of us is when we went from the 
the text messages where where you had to punch the button three times to mm-hmm. to just a keyboard because I I I know I text more than I talk on the phone now, but that really wasn't the case when uh, I had just gotten into administration when when the phones were like that. But, you know, you could look at the kids even then, and they were so much quicker at it than than I was. But it was just it was too much trouble to text back then. (laughs) Right. Scott, give us a funny story that happened over your career. There are numerous stories, but one you can tell. Yeah. One of my favorites is just the fact that, and when I was teaching, uh, you know, meet the teacher, all the parents are surprised who the teacher is, kids are even more surprised. Um, One of my parents came in and just said, I'm glad it's you. I know your personal phone number, this is back before cell phones, Uh and I know you can always get a hold of me. We actually knew them from church, baseball, yeah, and you know, just all around, I knew the family. Yeah. And so it was great. The kid knew I would not hesitate to call if I needed to. He had a great year and I had a great year, but it was just, it was nice for the, you know, parents to be glad that I was there. You know, that that reminds me of something early on in my career. When I was student teaching, uh, I did it in my hometown, which you, they don't really like you to do that. But uh, I, I remember one class in particular where, uh, I had my next door neighbor's daughter and my high school basketball coach's son, both in the class together. And uh, I remember something came up and they were talking uh, and they said, well, he saw me when I came home from the hospital as a baby, you know? (laughs) So yeah, that, that personal touch when it makes a big difference. And I, I think that's one of the things that I really like about Guthrie. You know, Scott, you, you talked a little bit about uh, a smaller district. We're not big, but we're not small. And that's one of the things that I really like as a parent. And I know, uh, Susan, I know mm-hmm. you've raised your kids in, in Guthrie schools. And, and uh, uh, I think when you, when you do know the teacher uh, and, you, and the teacher knows you and the kids know that um, – mom and dad know the teacher mm-hmm. <laughs> it changes how how things operate sometimes in the classroom and yeah. i think that's a great point and even since we switched to neighborhood schools it's really nice because now you have built a relationship with those parents and so you know they trust your decision and you have to trust that they're going to you know parent as they should and it, it's been great neighborhood schools for me yeah that was something that i because Guthrie had been uh, really gone through multiple generations of only being grade-centered, um, I don't think uh, people realized what that change would make in the community. Uh, and, and it's created some challenges, too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it was much easier to disperse the, the kids uh, and not have overcrowded classrooms when we were grade centers than it, than it is now. But but the idea of the relationships that mm-hmm. are built. And I, I'm, I think we all three would agree that relationships are a, a foundation of, mm-hmm. of a good school system. And I think that's something that, that – and it's both the, the administrator and, and the parent and the kid. Right, and the teachers. Exactly. You know, uh, older brother or sister has had a great teacher. Lots of times the parents want, would prefer their child to be in that class. That's a great mm-hmm. point. Susan? I think one of the fun things, I guess, is the relationships, like you said, that teachers mm-hmm. build. And it's fun to have fun with the kids. 
And one story that comes to mind, a former teacher, veteran teacher, Nancy Bradley, pointed out to me one day, she was, I was in such a hurry, and she said, I have two different shoes on. They were the same shoes, but one was black, one was blue. I was like, nobody will notice. Five minutes after school started, though, I walked in, I said, Kay, it's, did you notice? Miss Bradley has on two different colored <laughs> shoes. So we would like to, you know, we got the kids involved, and that put them at ease a lot of times just being funny. One time I went in on the Christmas party in her class, and I asked them if they, she had sung it for them yet. And they said, sing what? And I said, she has a melody of Christmas songs. You should pester her until she sings it. <laughs> and she couldn't sing very well. Yeah. So, you know, we just had fun with the kids, and that's always good because that breaks that ice sometimes with those yeah. kids. And, and Miss Bradley, she, mm-hmm. she's such a gift. I mean, I, I love her. Well, that's that's great stuff. Um so let's talk a little bit more about uh, why did you choose education as a career, Susan? I, and, you know, having been raised here, I knew so many teachers that were here, and they were still here when I started teaching. And it's just those relationships that you build. And it's just something I always wanted to do. I wanted to be that person. I wanted to be that person that developed those relationships like I had with Cheryl Underwood was one of them that mm-hmm. I worked, you know, I had in school. So I just wanted to be that person that could be that to kids. Yeah. Scott, you know, you're, you're in banking and you decide you want to make a difference. Um, why education? We had actually just had our second child and I talked about it for numerous year, years and my wife said, this is a year, do it or don't. And so I jumped in, got uh, my teaching certificate, started there. And really the main reason was to make a difference, even if it's just one kid, mm-hmm. whether it's a great kid or a struggling kid, if I could help him enjoy school in some way, that's what I wanted to do. You know, that's, uh, we, can, we find a lot of negative, but it takes just a little bit of positive, right. and, and, it, and it keeps mm-hmm. us coming back. Right. And, uh, and I know that you guys have been through that because we talked about it. What would you tell a high school senior when they say they want to pursue a career in education? Be prepared for changes because <laughs> they happen all the time. So be, don't assume that everything's going to stay the same your whole career. Um, make sure you're willing to make those relationships count because you cannot be an educator without relationships and building those. And just, it's going to be challenging. You know, a lot of people think that, oh, summer's off, all this. But it's it's probably one of the most challenging careers you can get into. So be prepared for challenges. But also be prepared for rewards. Because there's lots of those. It's good. It's good. Scott? I think the most important part is to let them know about the relationships that you build. Not only with the students, but it's also important to develop Uh, relationships with your fellow staff members because sometimes everyone needs a joke just to make it through the rest of the day Mm -hmm. and sometimes those jokes can be shared with the kids that they'll enjoy and so just that it has to be fun as you're learning and so sometimes don't take your don't take yourself too seriously there's some days that you will make it through the day but there's so many days that are great, outstanding, and you're so blessed to have been there that day. Yeah, not taking yourself too seriously is a is a good one, uh, and I think having people around you that uh, that don't allow you to take yourself too seriously too is a, a good part of that. Um, what uh, let's talk a little bit about your what are you Scott? What are you most proud of in your career? Even with the struggles, 
I know that I, every day when I come to work, I have done everything I can do that day for my staff, the kids, and just that every day being there, knowing that there's so much growth, so much opportunity, and helping everyone see that. It's good. It's good. Susan? Well, I think, number one, I am proud that I managed to stay within the same district for 39 years. You know, a lot of people do move, change jobs. Yeah. And so with that, that has allowed me, just as Scott said, those relationships with teachers and with parents. And, you know, now I'm at a point where I'm seeing grandmothers or parents' kids yeah. come through that I have that I worked with at an earlier age. And so just having those relationships and, and, you know, having those people come back to you and let you know you made a difference means a lot. What's been the toughest thing that you faced as an educator in your career? Death of a student yeah. and death of coworkers. Yeah. We had a coworker that went down and passed away from like a stroke right after school was out one day, and then of course the death of a child. Yeah. Students. Yeah. Scott. I think it's the just as you're building those relationships, so many family changes nowadays, yeah. and you. I just feel like sometimes you've given it to everything you can give to a student and then next thing you know they're gone mm -hmm. because of some family situation and all those situations are challenging for the students and the family and I know all the families we're doing the best we can and you know that's all we can do. Yeah and I know that uh, Susan in your building now you've got the fifth and sixth graders at one time you had the fourth fifth and sixth graders and Scott you You've got pre-K through uh, fourth grade, but at one time you had pre-K and kindergarten. Uh, kind of a common thread that I've seen is that at the at the elementary level, not the upper elementary. It seems like there are more transitional family situations because um, uh, maybe. Uh, through through divorce and and families trying to learn how to co-parent uh some with with more success than others and i know that you've you've dealt with that a lot uh not that susan not mm -hmm. that you haven't because i know you have but i mean I, it seems like it's more volatile at the younger level now and and that's i, I think that's a big change in education that we deal with and, mm -hmm. and I know that you guys have both faced that. Have, do you think that has gotten progressively more challenging in education? Or was it, has it always been that way? I or, think it's gotten... Uh, go ahead. I think it's gotten more... There's more situations. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, sometimes there's the step parents get involved and there's just so many pieces in it. And I see, I feel like I see a lot more of it than I did when I was in the classroom, you know, I think with the legal documentation that we have to make sure that we follow many times that's challenging as an administrator because we're wanting to be fair to both parents. And again, we are trying to do the best we can. I'm sorry you had to, provide a driver's license but if we don't know you that's what's expected yeah. and so at least we're watching out for your kid yeah and i think that's uh you know one of the things that that kind of goes back to how different is school safety now than it was when we all got into our 
educational careers? I mean, what's what's changed there? <laughs> when I think back to the first year at Favor, <clears throat> of course, we didn't have air conditioning, so every door in the building <laughs> and every window is propped completely mm -hmm. open when we go back in August and September. And that just can't happen now. I mean, it's there's just those situations that that make it impossible for that. And I, I know I don't like it for parents because sometimes it is an inconvenience, but um, I think the resource officers having those at each building has been, I know it's been a relief to me, even in those custody situations where, you know, at least I've got someone else there to help back that if it were to get volatile. Yeah, yeah. Scott? And then also just with our drills that we do now, an intruder drill, you know, families, you prepare your kids for tornado and fire, mm -hmm. have a little plan, but most families don't have an intruder drill. And so it's really challenging for an administrator, the teachers, to ensure the safety of those kids. And that's before we can even teach, we have to make sure they're safe. And that's interesting whenever we're doing those drills, trying to make sure the kids understand this may never happen, but we're going to practice so that just in case it does happen, we're doing the you know, we're doing what we need to do for the kids' safety. And, and, you know, one of the things that I know both of you do, because uh, actually I can confess here, both of my children or uh, one of my, my daughter has been in the building where, Scott, where you were back when grade centers were kindergarten. And of course, my daughter's been through uh, guests when, with Susan as principal. I, I've seen both of you from a lens of a parent be very um, caring and in a way that I know you treat all the kids that way, and and they come from so many different uh, backgrounds and so many different situations, like we talked about with family and things like that. But you, that's the one thing that I, I I'll compliment you on is that it's it's a constant that it's caring, and sometimes it's tough love, mm -hmm. but it can be tough and still be caring. And I think both of you really excel at that. So let's talk a little bit about. What is unique about Guthrie and Guthrie Public Schools? And it's going to be harder for Susan to answer that, <laughs> but uh, that's why I'll start with you, Scott. Okay. I think just the community on uh, homecoming. <laughs> I've never heard of a homecoming parade where the graduates from 50 years ago, they're all in town. Yeah. Edmund Ed didn't do that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. And it is truly a big deal. I know my secretaries, they they have not missed their, you know, big homecoming <laughs> celebrations and stuff. So it's really neat to see that and that community where the whole community is involved. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Susan? The same thing, you know, how the traditions in yeah. Guthrie and just how much it has grown. I'm not so much, but I will say the first five years of my teaching career when i get my class list i knew everybody on there because you know guthrie was so small at that time and having you know been raised here but just how much people know each other and mm -hmm. the respect of the of some of the parents in the community i think too like the chamber how they connected businesses with schools to support them and do things for them and, and you know reward the teachers and and treats and stuff like that you know i just think it's great that they do that it's uh, it's truly um, a community-wide effort mm -hmm. to to raise our kids, and I I think that's something that that Guthrie has um, 
has embraced, uh, and I think it's something that has grown. I think I think mm-hmm. you guys would probably mm-hmm. see that. You know, Definitely. Scott, you came in my first year, and and Susan, you'd been uh, a principal for a little while before that, but. Um, but we've all kind of grown up together, so to speak, as far as uh, as a district mm-hmm. and as in administration. So let's talk about what's next for you guys. You're both going to retire, and and uh, uh, what what are you what are your plans? I cannot wait to take a vacation in August. <laughs> I've you know I have not done that in 24 years, and yeah. I'm going to take a long vacation in August. That's so, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we do, we do become the uh, the calendar can be burdensome in yes. education, yeah. and so that uh, that's that's good, Susan. Well, I've got my third grandchild coming in June, so that's exactly what I'm going to be doing is being a grandma for a while. My husband's been able to take care of him, and I'm going to push him out of the way and take over. Okay. Poor Bobby. Yes, <laughs> and Bobby's going to have more accountability than he's yes, had in a he while. Will. <laughs> Well, is there anything you guys would like to add uh, about uh, about anything? I think as an administrator, I'd like to share thanking the parents that are um, – school cannot do it alone. It is tag team from the time they get to the building until they wake up the next morning to get ready to go, come to school. Everybody has a part in it, and we all have to work together. It's good. I definitely know that things have changed and have been more challenging in recent years. And sometimes I look at my new teachers that are in their, you know, third to fifth year teaching. And I think, what's it going to be like 20 years yeah. from now when they're still here? So I just ask that everyone start recognizing the challenges that they are and definitely give them that grace because there is not a teacher in this district that doesn't want to be there and isn't working their tail off. So I just, but I do appreciate all the support that this community's given, and 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 the way they support Blue Jays. Yeah, it's good. Well, I I want to thank both of you for your, and and we'll have our time at retirement ceremonies and things like that. But I want to thank both of you for all that you've done to make this district uh, a special place, and and. It, I truly believe it is a special place, mm-hmm. and it's because of, uh, a, in large part, because of your leadership. And and I know that uh, I, when I say that that the uh, the caring and the at times tough love uh, is present, uh, I I know that that is something that is consistent regardless of who the who the student is and who the mm-hmm. parent is. And, uh, and I truly appreciate that, both as, a, as the superintendent, but also as a parent of, of kids in this district. And so, hey, I, I'm so happy you were able to join us today for this. Uh, and I truly appreciate all you've done for this district. And uh, so I guess, the, you know, for the last few day, days, I'd say finish strong and then, and then enjoy. thank you (laughs) well thanks for joining us today and i appreciate uh, both of our guests susan davison from guthrie upper elementary scott graham the principal at cotterell elementary and of course our producer engineer aaron ryburn thanks for joining us on chalk talk i'm mike simpson